Hey, it's Latif from Radio Lab. Our goal with each episode is to make you think, how did I live this long and not know that? Radio Lab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Good morning. It is Labor Day even here on The Takeaway, although we're celebrating by by laboring to a certain extent. Uh, The unofficial end of summer, many, many schools around the country start just after Labor Day. But... The beginning it, of the political season. Like that is, is that's right? exactly correct. Yeah. That means that tons of politicians and their staffs are moving into overdrive at this point. This is the season of stump speeches and talking points and spin alley pundits on cable news shows, news crews setting up. All they've got the CNN election express bus out on the roads. And uh, the takeaway is planning to cover every second of it and bring you the the news that you need in order to make decisions this fall. We've assembled a political team to bring you the news as we head into midterm elections in November. We have a takeaway Washington correspondent with us, Todd Zwillick. He's going to be out there where important races are happening. Good morning, Todd. Hi, good morning, Celeste. Also, Farai Chidea, host of the national three-part series Pop and Politics, is going to be traveling around the country talking to uh, voters and, and politicians in some crucial states, right? Absolutely. How many states will you visit for I we're going to visit um, at least three states but we're going to go really really deep there and just show the different lines between voters and how completely fragmented the country is okay Andrea Bernstein will also be helping to cover cover politics for us this year she's not with us this morning but for I let's go a little bit deep into the places you're going first you leave for Florida tomorrow right and what do you see as sort of the essential issues in Florida Well, Florida obviously has made history many times, including that down-to-the-wire recount situation we had, you know, about a decade back uh, in the the Bush-Gore election. But Florida really is this microcosm of special interest where you have – we're going to be visiting a town that is – 20,000 people, almost all of them senior citizens, you know, Sun City. We're going to be visiting areas that are almost entirely Latino. We're going to be visiting an all-black town that has been hit by environmental racism. And we're going to wrap up our trip through Florida, which is quite literally a road trip, um, in Gainesville, where there's scheduled to be a mass Koran burning. And so there's a lot of religious... Well, to see how mass it is. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. Is- <laughs> That's why I said we are, there is scheduled to be. Um, but, there's, but there's also scheduled to be an interfaith service, which is um, quite likely to be quite large um, the day before that Koran burning. Um, that, that, I expect, will actually draw... It's probably a couple thousand people, um, including some of uh, the local Muslim community in this university town of Gainesville. So basically, you know, Florida is a place where all of these issues we're, we're talking about race, rage and reconciliation. Mm-hmm. The that's, kind of, the, that's the name of your pop and politics, race, rage. That's the name of your. three. Yeah. Series. Yeah. That's the, the, the themes. And so, you know, there's plenty of all of that. <laughs> It's interesting that in Florida you're talking about issues in which people have metaphorically drawn lines in the sand, but the next place you visit is Arizona where they've literally mm-hmm. drawn the line in the sand. And I imagine that a lot of the, certainly in terms of the political coverage, it's about immigration. Is it about immigration when people go to the polls? Oh, yeah. It's a, it's about immigration, but it's also about jobs. I mean, these border areas have been have some of the worst unemployment rates in the country, sometimes more than double the national average. But also many of the border areas, the, the absolute border areas, are majority Latino. And so it's not as if you have just white people losing jobs to 
uh, undocumented immigrants. It's Latino Americans losing jobs. And so, therefore, you have some people who are Latino Americans who are also um, quite surprisingly to many people, fans of this mm. this Arizona law. You know, the narratives in both Florida and Arizona, it seems, and we've had difficulty trying to figure out what the narratives are this political season. In some sense, the two-party system is on trial. You've got the independent races in, in Florida, and you've got the uh, immigrant communities and people inside Arizona not sure which party is going to help them the most. Yeah, I mean, I think that it, it's a, there's a, a weird... Array. I mean, the Tea Party movement is uh, certainly majority Republican leaning, but they are not traditional, you know, party Republicans like let's go have shrimp at the Republican National Convention Republicans. They're trying Definitely to distance not. themselves from that. Right. So there's although they're within the party to a certain extent, they're also outside of it to a certain extent. And then you have, of course, Charlie Crist in Florida. Running, running as an independent, running as an independent, um, confusing a lot of people, and uh, but he's still doing well in the polls. Well, Todd, let's talk about how this plays out on the national stage. First of all, midterm elections don't generally uh, attract the same number of voters as, say, the presidential elections. If we get the low voter turnout we expect, which party stands to win? Well. I think almost every scenario right now, Celeste, has to favor the Republicans. The economy is dismal. Uh, There's a lot of anti-Barack Obama, anti-Nancy Pelosi sentiment out there, a lot of anti-Washington sentiment among voters. Uh, And low turnout is probably going to favor Republicans even more because that excited Democratic base from just two years ago that swept Barack Obama into office, it's not excited anymore. It's kind of likely to stay home. Uh, maybe maybe the best thing the Democrats can hope for right now, since the economy is not going to improve much before November, is is a rainy day on November 2nd. So, uh, you know, 435 seats in the House, uh, all up. And, well, Republicans need 39 to take control of the House of Representatives. A lot of the estimates are hovering somewhere between 32 and 35, but they're starting to creep up. Some are going as high as 40. Some are going as high as 47. Nobody knows exactly right now exactly what's going to happen, but there are many, many scenarios that seem more and more likely that the Republicans are at least going to take control of the House, and the Senate seems to be coming into into a play as well now. Give me an example of one race that could be particularly uh, pivotal. All right. Well, in in the House, certainly I can give you a couple real quick. First of all, the Virginia 5th District. Tom Perriello is a moderate Democrat. We're talk, By the way, I should tell you, we're talking about central Virginia from about Charlottesville all the way down to the North Carolina border. Traditionally, Republican territory by and large. Uh, four years ago in 2006, Tom Perriello swept into office, uh, a young, relatively young, moderate Democrat and a, a, a moderate but a Nancy Pelosi ally. There are about 42 like him, people who swept into office Democrats since 2006. He's fighting for his life, and he's behind in the polls. And a lot of people think that Tom Perriello's race is a real bellwether. And there are about a half a dozen other races around the country of moderate Democrats who raised a lot of money and people thought they would stay in office. They're They're in trouble. They're canaries in the coal mine. That's Todd's Willick, Takeaway Washington correspondent. Farai today she's a host of the new three-part series, uh, WNYC's Pop and Politics, Race, Rage, and Reconciliation. I want to ask you both quickly the question we're asking our listeners today. Looking back at the summer, do you have a six-word sum up? Thank God it's not 100 degrees. <laughs> Todd? You remember the violent femmes? Please, please, please do not go. That's mine. <laughs> we please. Have a, we, have a t- we have it at our website, thetakeaway.org slash elections, a place where you can keep up on all of the uh, midterm campaign season stuff going on. Thanks so much for joining us, Todd Fry. Thank you.